Hey, you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're in the van at Alex's Bar with the Briggs, and you are? I'm Joey. And what do you do in the Briggs? Uh, I sing and play guitar. And is it right that you play with your brother in the band? Yeah, my brother Jason, he's a guitar player. He also sings some of the songs. So how did you guys get, or why did you guys decide to start a band together? Actually, we've been playing bands together since we were kids. I mean, we both picked up instruments like in our early teens and from the beginning we've always been in bands together so and this is just you know one of the many so it just it just over the years we just were always doing different projects and stuff like that and it led us to just being where we are right now were you, have you always been doing punk rock or did you just start punk rock with the Briggs? I mean, we had several different punk rock bands, but we also had different just rock bands and stuff like that, too, when we were younger. I mean, we've done all sorts of different stuff, but yeah, I mean, we've we've also had several different punk bands. Does the name Briggs mean anything, or is it just a name? It's basically just a name. I mean, I don't put too much significance on band names, really. I mean, I think it's just something that at least can kind of give a picture a little bit of what a band is all about, maybe. I guess. I mean, I honestly don't think it, it really is too significant because, you know, a, a band name just basically becomes what the band is. You know what I mean? Like, where Green Day, it's like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really say anything necessarily, but you kind of, when you think of the name, you just think of the music, you know? The music kind of speaks for the band, so it doesn't really matter what you're called. So it's like the name Joey, there's no significant meaning to it, it's just a name and who you are, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the way we came up with it is it's a street that I live off of, and it was like, oh, that sounds cool, you know, and it just it just kind of worked out. So we're just like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> band names is one of the hardest, that's probably one of the hardest parts of starting a band is is agreeing on a band name. So it's like, I've we had done that so many times with so many different bands that it's just like, I, I was so fed up with even like the idea of having to come up with another band name. And so it... it I try not to uh, dwell on it too much. Is this, you know, really represent the band? Well, you know, it's like, who cares? It's just a band name. Yeah, I was talking to my boss the other day about that, and he's not really into punk rock, but I've taken him to a couple punk rock concerts, and he's like, oh, I really love those punk band names. They just, like, take any random words off the street, and most of them are, like, street names and everything. So it's it's funny that uh, you talk about that, and I was just talking to my boss about that the other day. Do you think there's a... Little, do you think there's that thing going around with uh, other punk rock bands just, just grabbing random words off the street and naming their band that? Yeah, I mean, I think that if you're going to do it, you might as well come up with something that might have something to do with you personally rather than... Like, I, I really just am... I really don't like band names that are just, like, really trite in terms of, like, you know, okay, yeah, that's going to be a punk band or something because it's called, like, you know... System, corrupt system or something like that it's just like alright whatever I, to me it's just it. that's just kind of boring <laughs> unless they're like some political band huh? yeah I mean if it works for the band that's fine but there's so many bands that you get it confused with because it's just there's so many bands that sound that have a name that sounds similar to that you know what I mean so how's it like playing with your brother in a band it's fine I mean we, we get along really well you know it, it's I think it's for us it works out really well just because we do get along pretty well and most brothers probably would never be able to be in a band together but we've always had a pretty good relationship in terms of being friends and stuff so 
it's probably him and I are probably you know the close closest two in the band, so it 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 works out to my advantage just because you already have so many people that you you start a band with or you're in a band with, and it's like you know you get in some huge fight or something, and that could be it. You know what I mean? Because you got nothing that's really tying you together. But when you're brothers, it's like you're not gonna get in a huge fight and then break up a band. It's just like you're brothers and you're stuck with that. So you kind of you have to deal with it. So, and I think, you know, it, it makes for really good blatant honesty as well. Cause you can't really be honest with just pals or friends as opposed to with a brother, you know, you could be like, dude, you're fucking lame or whatever. And, and you're still friends afterwards, you know, there's that family, family thing there where you, you guys won't split up because you get into a fight. Whereas some other bands, you know, that's it. So how'd you find uh, your drummer, Chris? Uh, we actually had been friends uh, for a while before uh, he joined the band. He was actually in another band, and we played shows together and stuff. And we um, and I had just been friends with him. He was just a good friend of mine. And then I was playing drums for the band at the time, and I was singing and playing drums. And that really wasn't working out in the long run, just because it's just too much to juggle just because you know you, you have to have someone up front to really be able to connect with the audience and if i'm all the way at the drums singing back there it does it just doesn't have the same effect so we decided that we needed to just get a drummer and his band was kind of on the skids and they were pretty much done so we're like want to join the briggs and he's like absolutely so it worked out yeah have you ever seen the band crack house no there's this band crack house they're lead singer is also the drummer i think he does an awesome job but it's kind of interesting having the front man in the back you know anyways uh so what are some of your favorite bands well you know i it go through phases you know i listen to a lot of different stuff and i i obviously there's a lot of staple bands that i'm very into like the clash obviously and stiff little fingers and toy dolls and stuff like that but you know it it changes because it's like there's only so much music there to listen to because I have all those records and I've listened to them all. So like you know I I listen to stuff that just comes along and then kind of add that to my my favorite band list or whatever, and then I kind of move on to new things and stuff like that. Lately, I've I actually mostly have been listening to a lot of like uh, Bob Dylan and uh, Billy Bragg. Elvis Costello, stuff like that. Billy Bragg has a lot of cool songs. What's oh, yeah. one of your favorites? Um, Waiting for the Great Leap Forward is probably one of my favorite songs of his, yeah. Do you think any of those other bands have an influ- influence on how you write your songs? Absolutely. I mean, I think that for me, it's like all the music that I listen to has an influence on the way I write music because it's like I listen to music that I because I admire it and like the way it's you know organized and the way it's written and the lyrics and stuff like that so it definitely gives me you know something to work with with the way you know I I come up with things or whatever like that I I definitely feel that with listening to certain things it's like oh that's kind of a cool like way of thinking you know like different people have different perspectives on things and they word things differently and then it's it kind of gives uh, a new direction to maybe try something different. Do you ever listen to your own songs? Yeah, actually. I mean, I I 
when when we were recording back to higher ground i mean i was listening to the record like a lot when we first came when it first was done because it was just like you know we were very proud of it and we were listening to it all the time in the van and stuff and you know i i would definitely say we do or at least i do listen to our own music well, let's take a listen to Back to Higher Ground since it's one of your newer ones and it seems like a lot of people like it. And I heard it's playing on K-Rock, is that right? It did play on K-Rock. It's not necessarily playing on K-Rock, but they played it because uh, Rodney on the Rocks, like he played, he was playing it on his late night show and then being the nice man that he is, decided that he was going to um, feature us as like the like a new up-and-coming band or something like that on the flash forward or whatever they have like the right after the uh flashback lunch or whatever they have the flash forward and he featured us on that so like a really nice prime time spot spot and we were really really excited about that it was really cool is ronnie on the rock in the afternoons now or something no he just has a thing i don't know if it's every day or every week or something like that but right after flashback lunch they do like a he does like a a featurette of of some band that he's into or or wants to give like you know props to or something like that. Does he still have his late night slot? As far as I know, honestly, I I barely ever listen to K Rock because every time I turn it on, it's Lincoln Park. Literally every time I turn it on, it's Lincoln Park. So I I don't really listen to it. So I actually I'm assuming he still has his show on like late nights on Sunday or something like that. I stopped listening back in the 1999s or so, oh, yeah. <laughs> because every every time I turn on, at the time it was every time I turn on, it's Blink 182 or Jimmy Eats World, yeah. and now when my boss puts it on the car once in a while, it's still Blink 182 and Jimmy Eats World. Yeah. So, anyways, enough with the that bashing. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Back to Higher Ground, and uh, you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and we're at Alex's bar with the Briggs. <laughs>
Back to Higher Ground by the Briggs, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at Alex's Bar with the Briggs, and you can check out the website at www.punkrockdemo.com, and you can send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com. So, I hear this is your first day of the tour. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we have uh, never met the guys from Blood or Whiskey, or actually, no, we actually did meet them once, but... Um we never played together, and um, so I was, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing those guys, and and it's a it's a good lineup, and I and I'm 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 pretty just stoked to be back out on the road and doing our kind of our own tour. This is like kind of we put the the bands together and we kind of put this whole thing in the work, so it's it's kind of exciting to see how it goes. <laughs> so you guys have never played, but. You put them together. Is there any particular reason why you picked this lineup? Basically, I mean, I feel like, band, you know, kids, if they're going to go to a show, they want to see at least two bands that they're going to enjoy. And and what happens is when you leave it up to clubs to book other bands, they, they really do a shitty job. Like, honestly, like, so many times we'll be playing in, you know, some city or whatever, and, and it's up to the promoter to find local bands. And they're most of the time miserably bad and and it's it's not it's not really fair to the kids that are you know paying however much money they are to get in the door they should have fun the whole night so i just figured if you have three good bands playing that the kids will most likely like at least two of them then then they feel like they got their money's worth and they had a good time so you know that's that's you know and i and i feel that you know, Time Again's got a cool thing going, and Blood or Whiskey's a great band, so I figured, let's do it. Why not? Yeah, the craziest thing I've ever seen before was uh, I was listening, or was listening, I was watching one of these shows at the Glass House, and they had all, it was a punk rock concert, and they had three punk rock, there were four bands total. They had four, they had three punk rock bands and one rap group. <laughs> And it just totally killed it because the rap group was up right after the first band and then everybody just left. <laughs> and then they came back and... Uh. But anyways, uh, let's, listen, let's listen to another song. Uh, I have the CD here called Leaving the Ways. Uh, is there any song you want to hear on here? Uh, how about Waiting in the Shadows? That's always a, a crowd pleaser. Uh, how did you come up with Waiting in the Shadows and what's it mean? Well, actually, that song you'd have to ask Jason. That's that's Jason's song, so I couldn't really tell you. But um, but yeah, I could tell you about my songs, but I you know I can't speak for him on his. Okay, let's listen to "Waiting in the Shadows," and then we'll talk about some of the other songs that you write. Okay. And you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack.
Waiting in the Shadows by the Briggs, one of Jason's, Jason's songs. And we're talking here with Joey from the Briggs at Alex's Bar. And I'm Jack. So what do you do besides the band? Really, honestly, the band takes up most of my time. So I don't do a, whole, a hell of a lot other than the band, other than I'm married. So I have the married life thing going. And, um, but other than that, you know, that's, 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 what, I, that's, what, I, that's what I do. I'm in a band and I'm married. <laughs> do you plan to do the band for your whole life or do you plan to just do it while you're young and then find find one of those regular jobs when you get older? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not really for me to say, honestly. I mean, I would obviously love to do it for the rest of my life, but, you know, it really depends on, on if the cards fall right, basically. But, uh, you know, obviously this is what I'd love to do for the rest of my life. What do you think about the current punk scene? Do you think it's like really big or bigger than it was before? Or do you think it's getting smaller or about the same or what? Um, it's really kind of hard to tell. Uh, I have, you know, I I think that it's kind of at a lower point than it was maybe a couple of years ago. But in different forms, it's bigger than than it used to be a couple of years ago. It's just, it changes form so much that it's really hard to to really tell if it's getting larger or smaller. But... I'd have to say that it's definitely not as commonplace as it was a few years ago. I think that there was a really big resurgence of, of a lot of, of older bands and stuff, and there was a lot of, of that whole thing going on. But I think that it goes in waves, just like just like it always has. You know, like in the early 90s, it kind of was not really happening too much. And then in the mid-90s with Rancid and all these other bands that kind of popped up and were doing their thing it got really big again so it just it just goes in waves it's you know it will never really go away but it 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 definitely will be at times smaller than at other times <laughs> so are you do you think there's more people that are more into the music in the older generation or do you think it's more of the younger people i think punk rock is mainly it's it's kind of a a younger person's thing, but there, I mean, there's a lot of older people obviously involved that have been into it for forever and have been into it since they were young. Punk rock, to some degree, it has a, it has a whole youth side to it. It has that whole like you know, young and snotty and rebellious. So it kind of has that whole you know adolescent teenage vibe to it so it's it's always going to be for the younger kids but it's for you know there's a lot of obviously older people that were into it when they were kids so they still enjoy it so are you guys going to play 21 and over shows on your whole tour you're going to play 
some under 21 or a mix or how is it going to go? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't like playing 21 plus shows at all, but um, sometimes we don't have a choice because some some cities don't actually have any all age venues like L.A. is pretty, you know, lucky in that sense that they really have a lot of venues that allow a bar and kids to be in it because a lot of places you can't mix the two and if it's an all-ages venue then you can't have any alcohol and most of those places are usually very unorganized and very kind of makeshift but I mean we always try to get as many all-ages venues on a tour because you know it's just stupid to not have let the kids into shows so but sometimes we really don't have a choice because also with with conflicts of other shows already happening on those nights we gotta we have like you know third pick or whatever of a venue so it's like well we have to go play at you know joe schmo's bar so it's like all right well whatever you know we have to fill the date we can't just be sitting on our ass so we have to play a show so sometimes we have to we have to do that so it sucks but what can you do what do you do when you're not playing a show on the road, most of the time, I sleep <laughs> or try, I don't know, just try to keep busy somehow. Just, I don't read very much. I'm not much of a reader, and that kind of helps a lot of people usually because they have that to pass the time. We watch movies, um, go to like a mall or somewhere where you can walk around and just look at stuff, whatever, just something something to pass the time until till it's time to load in but you know mostly we spend a lot of time at the venues because it's like we load in in that early afternoon and we just kind of hang out and eat or whatever it's just it's just passing the time there is a lot of downtime on tour that is for sure there's a lot of downtime of just sitting and waiting for the show to start basically <laughs> sounds like fun <laughs> so do you plan to find a job in the future or do you just plan to just do the band well, if if I'm getting um, a normal job at some point, I would definitely be pretty bummed. But, you know, life goes on, and if, if things don't pan out and things don't work out as a band, obviously I'm going to have to do something. So I'll, um, I don't know, I'll become an accountant or something like that. That would be cool. So you can manage all the money and have enough money to, like, tour the whole world for it and not have to work anymore. Yeah. Anyways, let's listen to another song. Uh, you said you wrote uh, One Shot Down and Top 40 and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's listen to One Shot Down. Is that song about alcohol or is it about something else? Oh, no. One Shot Down actually is, a, is um, it's, not, it's not like a shot like you're taking a shot. It's One Shot Down meaning someone getting shot. It was actually a, <laughs> it's like a true crime story. It's about just about um, a guy with a split personality who doesn't actually even realize he's killing people because it's somebody it's this other side of him that he doesn't even know about it's like that whole whatever but anyways yeah it's just it was just a concept that I had come up with just I got actually inspired by just different movies that I had been watching and stuff like that like Fight Club and stuff and it kind of inspired me to have that a song about some dude that has that that whole you know, uh, whatever you call it, what's the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde or whatever that, or is it the other way around? I don't know, something but what, like it's that. something like that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So basically that kind of a concept. Uh, yeah. I always got confused because, uh, it sounds like 
a shot of alcohol going down, and sometimes it sounds like something else. So. <laughs> you know, you're the first person to mention that. That's interesting. I never even thought about it that way. One shot down, two shots down. Well, hey, there you go. Anyways, let's take a listen to the song and see what you think. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack. one shot down by the briggs do you guys have a website yeah it's the briggs.org actually which is kind of lame but it's actually going to be coming.com pretty soon we're working on that but um but yeah as of right now it's the briggs.org but soon to be the briggs.com was it because you couldn't get the domain in the first place yeah when 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 we first uh, started the band the domain wasn't available but now it became available recently so we bought it and so 
hopefully soon that will be all sorted out. But obviously, really, MySpace is one of the main things. We have the MySpace, you know, slash the Briggs or whatever. That, you know, always has our most up-to-date shows and stuff like that because it's much more interactive, you know, with people and, and shows and stuff that it that definitely usually takes precedence over the website because websites are somewhat obsolete at this point. If MySpace would work, that is. Yeah. Yo, I know. What's with that? It's been like all over the place. Sometimes it works. Can't. Oh, it's just so frustrating sometimes. It's because you're using Windows. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anyways, that's that's about it for uh, the interview. Uh, thanks for the interview. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope to see you out there. You've been listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at Alex's bar with the Briggs, and we'll end it off with. Uh, what do you think we should end it off with? Let's do a uh, top forty. Okay, let's listen to Top 40, and uh, I'll see you all next time. Out of bed, with a plastic smile. Got the emotional relations, keep you on top for a while. At the top of the charts. With messages, bottles, say Emotions, body, soul The going rain is cheap Give me, give me, give me a lesson The box I wanna work Just like it's falling, I can't dance Pull my strings and give me some gas Because I don't wanna, I don't wanna Need a number love and put the gun the other Top foot in the cow One